convinced and most self-confident that the forces telling me to run up here to heaven sit. When your enemies and your worst fears become your constant second and fears, and the only voices that you hear are constantly pumping you with fear, you change to become nightmares real quick. And this may seem simple, but it's realness hiding behind accomplishments, hoping for validation. Validation and love. Because see, as you are looking at me and swearing, I have it all together. I am looking at me and saying, destiny, do better. But the reality is, is I've had something rotting in me and its root is in fear, manifested by abuse and violence. So right now and right here, it's time to break the silence. annihilated by a man that I thought represented safety and love. Wait, no, no, let me take that back. I was annihilated by men that I thought represented safety and love, but as it turns out, they represented sickness and lust, and now my whole life is sunken into mistrust, and the main one who hurt me tore down my whole family. This man I knew since I was a baby, he was my own stepdaddy. Shh. Sworn into secrecy is how fear and shame continues to be spread. But I will no longer be for forced under the, uh, under the bed because as it turns out, that monster is only in my head. I'm tired of carrying this burden as many women and men do. So I've walked around in confusion, married to an illusion, not being able to distinguish love from fear. And let's be clear, at one point, we all couldn't separate love from fear. So I began to denounce my worth, only dating losers. Somehow my new addiction became abusers, predators that wanted to destroy my mind. So I have a fear of settling for any man who will show me attention in time. But you see, I'm determined to be a survivor instead of a victim. So hi, my name is Destiny. And to me, love equals freedom. And that's fear and love. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so thank you so much and glory be to God that that was my that's only my third time ever reciting that poem because that poem is still to this day I feel like so scary for me to share and I wrote it about a year ago and that's where I want to kind of take you back to not 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 too far back in the year but that poem describes a, a history of trauma of abuse of my past behavior of a lie that I continued to believe was representation of me. You know, I, I can remember experiencing times of shame, guilt, worthlessness, hopelessness. That is what I, that's, that's what I attach to my name, not freedom, not liberty, not love, not being God's child, not being worthy. That is what I surrounded myself in. So uh, in Christ's life, we call it the orphan mentality. That is what I lived in all the time. Couldn't stop thinking about it, couldn't break out of it. Speaking lies over my life, saying I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm a mother of two, I'm a single mother of two. I'll never have a husband. I'm not a good mother. Look at what I brought them into. Look at what I've opened them up to. All these lies that I've been speaking over my life for so long. And so, I realized I didn't trust myself or others.
And I also realized that I had traveled far from my purpose. So with that said, I realized even greater that I didn't want to live a life of regrets because of that. I didn't want to be stuck and not being able to move forward because of that. So I'm going to share this next piece with you all called living without regrets. And I'll explain that a little further for you. When I leave this world, I want to make a difference. I want to talk sense to the senseless and feed hope to the ones without reminding them to never doubt their own instincts. I want to be like Jiminy Cricket, reminding them to always let their conscience be their guide and to thine own self be true so with truth shall come pride. And I'm not saying perfection. But with every mistake, come out with the overall lesson. Don't be like me with such the need to be free that I kept with the repeat. I'm saying make your mistakes. Don't run behind me and make the same ones I made. You have to be a little wiser than that. You see, I'm on a roll now, so there's no time for holding back. Please, Epic Life, be careful with the company you keep. That's why we're in community, right? <laughs> because as sure as it sounds, if you lay down with dogs, then you're sure to get flea. And if that flees, and if that person is the person you're okay to lay with, make sure that person is the person you're welcome to stay with. Because these diseases today are real and nothing to play with, and neither is a baby. And you might not be ready, but it's mama's child and daddy's maybe. Well, you have to be a little wiser than the next person will who's looking out for them. And I'm going to stop now because I think you're going to heed this warning. Unless you want to be like me and find yourself stuck for life the next morning. And that's living without regrets. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so living without regrets, all right? So um, that is a piece that I use in what I'm doing now. So I talked about being in the orphan mentality that I still have to fight and come against every day. You know, um, I talked about the way I used to view myself, shameful, you know, dirty, not worthy. And for me, it was all my history. But for you, you just plug in the blanks for whatever that means for you. But uh, when I began to get freed from, from that, from, from seeing myself in an orphan mentality, from, you know, labeling myself and believing these lies that I was telling myself, that's when I began to flourish. And I'll fast forward to like January, February, that's when I started Christ Life. And that's when I began to share some of these things that I used to be bound by, that I used to hang my head low for, that I used to be scared to share. And I just let it all out. And that was so amazing for me. So now I'm thankful because I'm actually sharing that poem as an intro to what I'm doing in the community. To, right now, I'm actually a speaker. I'm actually a, a poet. I'm performing just for his glory, just to bring people and make them think. Let them know that, you know, you're not the only one who's experienced any type of suffering or, or ailments in your life. To let them know that you're not alone. So I go out and I'm actually speaking. And this past year in um, February, I wrote a book. Actually, I released a book. <laughs> Thank you. I released the book. And it was called Baby, You Should Wait a While. And that poem was in there. And um, a, a, along with other poems. And I shared my story to help young girls from 12 to 19. The next one is for boys. But to let them know, you know, to make better decisions and to understand the, the, the length, like the long-term effects of your decisions. Because, you know, we're still young enough. When, you know, sometimes you don't think long-term. And for us, even more so, we have to think eternally. Right? Because that's ultimately our long-term implications. But when you're living out in the world, especially, we're not thinking about that. 
you know, we're thinking about what pleases us. What, you know, what pleases the queen, you know? But, we're, but, but I'm out there sharing my life as a living testimony and sacrifice to help encourage others. And it's been the most free, but I'm telling you, I was sitting back there and I just thank God for Julie. I have to give you that shout out. I thank God for all my Christ life and, and you all epic life because that led me to Christ life. But I was sitting there still like, I can't share this. I can't tell them this, <laughs> you know, they don't want to hear this. This is no, no, you know, and um, so I'm just thankful. So I'm going to close out with this last piece, I, I, you know, and hopefully one day, because I had a piece over music for you all, because I'm doing more of music pieces. But for whatever reason, that one wasn't coming through for me tonight. So I hope this is for somebody. I hope this is bringing healing and help to somebody, to anybody. Maybe y'all have me back and I can show you some other stuff that I do with it. Some real gospel-centered pieces, okay? It's a prayer. But I'm going to close out with this last piece that I wrote um, and is dedicated to my brother, okay? And one day I'll show you that. But this first piece, uh, it's called Left in the Dark. And then I end with a piece by Langston Hughes called Mother to Son, okay? Well, mother, you know it's not easy being a brother. I have to be strong to defend myself all because my skin is colored. It's time to man up. I can't show emotions or cry. Questions are constantly ringing in my head. Number one question is why? Why does it feel like at the end of the tunnel there is no light? And why does it feel like all my life I had to fight, all my life I had to be strong? Do people think I come out the womb knowing right from wrong? Well, sometimes I feel weary and like I can't go on. And my heart is growing heavy from singing this whole life song. I'm trying hard to make it, but my head is steadily weighing me down. I'm trying hard to be successful, but it's a shame I have to do it with a frown. I'm trying to meet my Lord and Savior. I'm trying to press toward the mark. But what do I do in the meantime, Mom? What do I do when I feel left in the dark? Well, son, I tell you, life for me ain't been no crystal stair. It's had tacks in it and splinters and boards torn up. In places with no carpet on the floor, bare. But all the time I've been a climbing on and reaching landings and turning corners and sometimes going in the dark where there ain't been no light. So boy, don't you turn back. Don't you sit down on the steps cause you find it's kinda hard. Don't you fall now. I still climbing, honey. I still going. And life for me <laughs> ain't been no crystal stair. So those two pieces, again, it, to me, that's encouraging you. And it's encouraging me to keep pressing forward. And I just want to leave you with, instead of leaving you with my words or with Langston Hughes' words, I want to leave you with the ultimate word. Because my words mean nothing. Only what he shares through me is what really means. That's what lasts. That is what won't return void at the end of the day, right? His word never fails and never ends. So the things I clung, on, clung to whenever I'm going through it to this day, Philippians 3.14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, truth, right? Forget those lies. Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I can do all things through Christ 
right, out of Philippians 4. And Colossians 3.17, I'm almost done. And whatever you do, because this is my mission statement here, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because some of us are doing some stuff we don't like, right? All right, I'm trying, I'm trying, but <laughs> I'm trying to reel myself in. I'm closing. But do it praising unto his name because there are some that wish they could do it. So giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. And last but not least, 2 Corinthians 3.17. Like I said, hi, my name is destiny. And to me, love equals freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is. And two people ended me today with this. Actually, three. Our opening prayer did. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So let's choose together to be free and to walk in truth. I thank you so much for your time. So much.